Hello and welcome everyone to the Untranslatable Podcast. We are here on episode 8, International Friends, the high school edition. And I am here with my amazing co-host, the man with the plan, Mr. Jared. What's up, buddy? Hey, dude. Man, that's I think that's too much. Putting too much pressure on me here. Well, what can I... What one can thing I, I do know, though. Yeah? I do know one thing, though. And that's that, first of all, people should be... Uh, following our Twitter, true uh, at untranslatable one because it's great. I guess I've seen your posts; they're really funny. <laughs> I like them. And uh, un- and the Instagram too at untranslatable podcast. And email us at untranslatable podcast at gmail.com if you guys have any stories, untranslatable words. We're always looking for new untranslatable words. I would also uh, appreciate some feedback on our pronunciation of some of these untranslatable terms because I oh, am right, sure right. we are not saying them right. Yeah, yeah, I, I've been relying on uh, Google Translate, Me too. and sometimes he, he or she mumbles. Very true, and I mean the the computerized voice just isn't isn't the same as having right someone who can the really real thing you. exactly, exactly. But it's interesting you <sighs> mentioned that Jared because uh, actually today I was teaching an English class and I did actually suggest to my students if they weren't sure on their pronunciation that they should look the words up on Google and listen to it. So maybe I'm, being I mean, it's definitely useful, but yeah, it is useful. it's not as good as the real thing, but it is useful. True. They can just ask me the next day in class. Exactly. At least they get like the gist of it. Right. And I think it's probably also more useful if you actually know the language as well, too. Mm-hmm. Like we're trying, we're doing this with languages. We don't know. Right. I have no idea. Most of the time. Uh, exactly. Yeah. So I think that that probably has something to do with it. I just wonder. Just gonna, I just wonder how accurate Google is with the foreign languages. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like they're getting pretty good. Okay. I mean, back in the day, I I think it was trash. I remember uh, Guardo, our friend Guardo, uh-huh. used to uh, write his entire paper <laughs> oh, in English. That's, that's right. <laughs> For and then just tr- and then just translate it over, and then go to the TA session where they proofread it. Yeah. And uh, and then just get it fixed. That's smart. I mean, it's it's smart for a lazy person. Right. <laughs> I mean, I was just gonna say chess, not checkers. But, uh, <laughs> but you're right. I I always kind of tell my students to to avoid Google Translate when they can, just because it's like you said. I mean, you gotta have a TA look through it. I think it takes and it's too, too literal. I was just about to oh, say nice. that. Yeah. yeah. Like we were talking about idioms in class today. And I was just like, man, that would be a nightmare to try to put like a bunch of idioms into, yeah. into the Google Translator. That would be. Crazy. I mean, and, and and for just about, I think I've seen a couple of the translates do it close enough where it's like, oh, that's actually kind of getting it. But then there's a good bit of them where it's like, oh yeah, if I put this into Google Translate, I would never have any idea what this phrase right? means. <laughs> I, I remember I had a friend in high school. Um, shout out to my buddy Ryan who. We had a Mexican foreign exchange student. I guess we're jumping a little ahead, getting into our topic early, but that's okay. Nothing wrong with a little teaser, I guess, right? <laughs> but uh, but anyway, so my buddy Ryan um, posted a message to a friend of ours named Javier, who is from Mexico, and he played on the tennis team with us, right? This was when we were in high school. Mm-hmm. And uh, he thought he was so cool posting this long post all in Spanish. And Javier was like, 
I, I basically only could understand this because I understand English and I knew you put that into Google Translate. <laughs> but he had me and a couple of my buddies fooled. Like we thought he actually somehow wrote all that. And then when right. Javier said that, it was like, okay, that makes way more sense. <laughs> way more sense. Oh my gosh. <clears throat> so uh, I have something that happened to me yesterday. Oh, nice. This is. Well, maybe not. Nice. Uh oh. Okay. <laughs> Let's hear it. But so. I was at work yesterday, and I went. Actually, had went on like a little work field trip. I went somewhere else. Oh, nice. It was kind of cool. Okay. Um, Where'd you go? And we went to a. Uh, where did I go? Oh yeah, we went to a mechanic shop that was kind of out in the suburbs, oh, and cool. like the place where I work sells batteries for car, like car batteries. Okay. And so we watched a car battery be uninstalled, and our new one, ours, mm-hmm. not like a bad one that wasn't ours, right. be uninstalled, and the new one be install like ours be installed. And then uh, we took apart the one that was um, broken and tried to figure out like what was like oh, what was broken about it. I think we figured it out too. Okay, what was wrong? But with it? how do you do? You want to know? Yeah, dude, I don't I, know what, so anything about cars. So we're not chemists. I mean, this is just batteries. Right. This is not even cars anymore. But we're not chemists. Let me first. Uh, no one in there has any sort of uh, doctor degree. <laughs> <Little> disclaimer. <laughs> And I and and after when I mentioned it to people, there was a lot of talking about how, oh yeah, you probably shouldn't have just been going into the battery like that, mm-hmm. without it, because there was no hand protection. Oh, it God. was it yeah, was dude. haphazard as shit. I, I could have probably. I wasn't touching that. anything. Okay. Let me t- let me let me clarify. Smart. I wasn't touching. Anything. I'm not surprised. However, something was touching something, and I'll explain why. Okay. Because uh, so uh, so we left there about two o'clock, and I noticed my face like it was bothering me on my cheek. I was like, what is that? And I could. No joke, like feel a pimple forming, and I was like, "Oh my, what is happening?" And I feel like I could just feel it throughout the day, like slightly on my face. And I was like, "What is this?" And so I left it alone at work. I didn't want to have some sort of gross face catastrophe at work. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, but I was like, I can like feel this like happening on my face. It was weird, uh, but it wasn't like aggressive. Like it wasn't like, "Wow, my face is it's being eaten away," but like I could definitely tell that uh, something was happening on my face so i could see a pimple forming in like the mirror and um when i got home later that night i was like oh and at piano so it was like way later that night i had to think about this all day and not uh do anything and so when i got home i was like what is this i was like why is like what is wrong with it and i didn't want to just like pick it off because i was like that's not that's not gonna be great so i was just like kind of squeezing it and i squeezed it and i was like it squeezed a little bit harder and it exploded oh damn that has never happened before in my life, and uh, one it, it was the weird, it was the craziest thing that's ever happened to okay. me. In the most, in the most recent time I can think, because one, I swear I could hear it happen. Oh, for sure. That was. I feel like that's definitely two, a thing for sure. Two, it was a legitimate explosion. I don't need to get into the gory <laughs> details, but you know what came out. It was pus and okay. it was blood. And it was gross. And it wasn't like insane. It wasn't like one of those pimple popper Instagram things. I so- hate those. I can't look like at that one, shit. Though. It wasn't that bad. Okay. It was on my face. It wasn't that bad. But, um, and I swear to God, right after it happened, my, my heart was like racing. I was like, whoo. <laughs> it was kind of an adrenaline rush. I was like, that was crazy. <laughs> um, man, and, and uh, it's, been, it's been on my mind all day where, today. Where, I can't get out of my head. Where did that come from? Did you like touch something with the battery? Or? It must have been at the, like, at the mechanic okay. shop. Uh, like something involving touching something and then t- I prob- probably like oil I mean, or something th- maybe so much stuff happened i mean this mechanic shop mechanics need to step up their bathroom game so okay. i uh interesting was all i was touching stuff within this car first of all 
Not the. Okay. And I touched the battery a little okay. bit. I will say. <laughs> okay. But, <laughs> and then I uh, we had pizza for lunch. They ordered pizza. Nice. I had two slices of pizza. We ate in the shop where where the car had been worked okay. on. I then went to the bathroom after that. There was no functioning sink. Nice. So I peed <laughs> and had to leave the bathroom. Oh no! And just oh man, that's brutal. And um, then I went back to work and I washed my hands at work like at two o'clock. So I, I'm I, I'm I'm not shocked that it happened. Right. <laughs> But I uh, I can't place it specifically. I'm not that good. I feel like it makes sense though. I mean, at least you kind of know where it came from. You know what I mean? Like I never want that on my face again. But goddamn, that felt good. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's like it's kind of like when you. There's just so many things where if you have like a like a tight muscle or something, and then somebody like massages the knot out, or you yeah. even like cracking your knuckles, there's just like this relief yes. in doing it. So yes. I totally get where you're coming from. Yeah, it, it was it was a relief. It was uh, it was a drug, <laughs> and I and that's the thing is I never want this again on my face. But you're chasing that but dragon I, now. You want, but I don't mind having. Right? <laughs> but I don't mind having that feeling that like it literally gave me a little rush. I was like, Interesting. and that's never happened before. I, like I, I, so I was, it blew my mind. Looks like maybe mountain biking has uh, lost its rush for you. You've gotten too good at it. So you need, <laughs> I know need other I hobbies. need to find a new sport. <laughs> you need to do like, you should do some like extreme jazz piano. I bet you that might give you. An <laughs> I don't even, what did that, what, what would that be? I feel like extreme jazz piano is like, I have no idea. You, I don't know. You have to play something like, either you I don't know, either playing like uh, Bach on the top of like a skyscraper or something. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> that or uh, uh, at the very at the very edge. That or you uh, you incorporate like maybe some fancy mechanism on your piano that will zap your fingers if you, if you hit the wrong <laughs> note. No, I don't know. I have no idea. That sounds like a good technique to learn. I mean, I'm sure I'm sure. That's been attempted before, right? I mean, probably. I feel like people definitely use pain in general. That's true. For, there was like whipping that right. happened. Well, I think. Yeah. I, I think in some places in in the continent of Africa, I'm pretty sure they still discipline children, like in school with like a rod, like a, like a stick. I'm sure you could find that in America too. You think so? maybe? I bet you could. Okay. My school. Who, which I guess now I should pro- maybe shouldn't name. Right, probably not. <laughs> probably not. My high school uh, in America got pretty close, but I will say it wasn't all boys. All boys okay. high school. First I could of see all. that, but and yeah. uh, and um, yeah, we'll just leave it at that. <laughs> well, my dad was telling me back in the day when he was going to school, he he also I think he went to a, I don't know if this was a Catholic school or where it was. This was all the way down in Texas. Mine was a Catholic school, by right. The way. And uh, and he um, I guess the nuns who were the teachers there would like hit the kids with rulers, like if they weren't paying attention. And my dad is a lefty, just like I am. And so he would go to mm-hmm. right with your left hand. And of course, the left oh, hand's yeah. the devil's hand. So you got to <laughs> I heard I think the story is the my dad had hand. his hand behind tied behind his back. And my Oma, my grandma went in one day to school and saw his left hand tied up. And I'm pretty sure she was a lefty too. So it just runs in the family, I guess. And, and she took him right, right out of that school that day. 
Which wow. I think is kind of a badass story, like from my grandma for sure. I mean, they're beating children, but it's the uh, it's the left it's the problem with left handedness that. Uh, <laughs> but you know, <laughs> we won't have you know this. What's crazy though, Jared, is in a lot of countries, left handedness can be. Oh yeah. You know, like some places, you know, you don't hand people things with your left hand. For uh, I'm left handed. I, I know we we both are. That's why we're. That's yeah. why we're you know just so telepathic i have no idea i think that might have something to do with i think so (laughs) it's weird though i i don't know about you but i always notice lefties when i'm like out and about like if i see people start writing with their left hand i feel like i just see it immediately how i usually notice is with watches oh that's true too you'll always and people always tell me hey your watch is why is your watch on the wrong hand Uh, the wrong wrong hand. hand f you that's not the wrong hand. i know haters. I, 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 I i have been railing about my um left-handed justice for a long time okay like there's at my grocery store all the uh kind of counter situations are set up for right-handed people so if you're left-handed your hand's like stuck behind the uh machine and that little like weird counter thingy right. they always have yeah. and you have to like slide your hand in and she and and i told that i told that to the lady when she's like your thing's on the wrong side Nice. She's like, I don't know what you're talking about. It works for every. It works for everyone. Ooh, and I was like, not, not everyone. Every, excuse me, miss. Hey, ma'am, not everyone. As I jam my hand in there, <laughs> very passive aggressively. <laughs> everyone. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Ow. All for my shitty signature that will never be seen again. Right? Well, I don't know. Is that better or worse than when you have to like sign on like an iPad and your signature looks like a five year old using an etch a sketch like. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I mean, it's all bad. It's all bad. I, I essentially don't even have a signature anymore. It's just all Some been. Squiggles. It's all devolved into. A, uh, it's a consistent squiggle. Nice. I'll say that. Nice. But it's devolved to just a squiggle at this point because I'm never signing. Like I, I sign important documents uh, like once a year. I'm not that. I'm not that uh, important. Believe it or not. Yes. I know. I give up this. Uh, yeah. <laughs> It's not often that I'm signing like like oh, this is has been signed by Jared. Right now we can hang it up on the wall and celebrate. Now I just <laughs> want to send you an official looking document so you can sign it and I can hang it on my wall somewhere. Uh, I want to put it on my wall. All right, well I'll send you two oh, copies. Just my own signature. <laughs> two copies, then we well, then we both are happy. The podcasters award. Right. I uh, I've had to recently sign some new documents. You got any guess what those might be? I'm going to guess Czech Republic related. Yes, sir. Oh, I know what Where it is. Where is it? Visa. Yes, sir. And I got it. Okay. That's kind of official. That one you want to look good because that's stamped in your right. uh, in your passport. That one I'd give some more effort on. That's a it great example. It was more than a, just a, a squiggle. I will tell you that. Right, 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 right. That one you put a little bit more effort right. into. But it was crazy because the Visa app um, – app we're doing this on the apps v- now well, application sorry visa application oh. <laughs> that would be cool though that's i feel like that might be a bad idea though to have visas as an app but maybe not i don't know yeah i feel like I'm that's a, a good way to developer. uh i feel like fraud is still uh right pretty easily accessible through the internet probably these days. although even if it's encrypted i mean i guess but visa is pretty some pretty serious right. stuff I, I feel like that they would definitely want you to go right. there but I like I've I've done some yeah I guess that's a good point I've done some pretty intense uh, money transfer I mean it's not yeah. like I'm, <laughs> I uh, move uh, five million many dollars. kilos of cocaine every every week. <laughs> and I do that all through Venmo no oh, um, God. I'm sure there probably are people 
people out there that do. Oh, definitely, definitely. But uh, that's the future, baby. I mean, in a lot of ways, I I get a little paranoid sometimes though how dependent yeah. we are on technology. You know, I I I don't use Venmo that often, Me either. and uh, I, I I use it for like you know if I go on a trip or okay. something. And we're like squaring up, like we're trying to like even like say people like, oh, I bought this dinner and we're trying to right. split up at the end of the trip or whatever. Okay. That's really the only time I use it. Or or when uh, when I was living with with Don in an apartment and I, I gave him my a rent there. Okay. Right? But yeah, I, I don't I don't like that. I don't I don't like just like uh, I, I I always try to tell myself that I'm going to use cash more often right. than I never do. So. Well, I'm going to have to when I get to the Czech Republic because it's similar, I think, to Germany and Austria. Other places in oh, Europe yeah. where, you know, you go out to a restaurant and you pay for cash for your dinner. And like I even in a lot of places. And there's a fee for prob- yeah. or you oh, might have sure. a fee for. Although I think I'm going to try to open up a bank over there. So, I mean, in theory, Good I call. could. Yeah, I just think that would be easier. But yeah. So back to yeah. the official signatures and the visa, though, I was right. really surprised that the, the the visa application was like half Czech, half English, like. They had all the directions in check with English below, which makes sense. But like some mm-hmm. answers, like they wanted you to write in check, but then other ones, like obviously you can't write them in check because they're, you know, like places in America and like different things. What well, was an example of something you had to write in check? Like uh, you had to write like where you were landing. So I'm landing in Prague, which in Czech it's Praha. Do, is there is there uh is how different is their uh alphabet? How dumb do I sound? You don't, like? <laughs> you don't sound dumb. Their <laughs> alphabet is well. I think what you mean is like how how the pronunciation is, right? I'm assuming with the alphabet, right? Or do you uh, mean well, the alphabet when, itself? Because the alphabet itself. I guess I kind of mean both. Okay, so the alphabet. Because I, I well, I, the, the what I first meant was the alphabet itself itself. Because I thought maybe is it like closer to like some sort of Greek or Russian no, situation? No, so where it's you have not to, like, Cyrillic. Cyrillic is like Greek and Russian. Or at least oh, okay. Russian, I know okay. for sure. Whereas they still do the, the what is it, Latin or, or Roman alphabet, whatever that is, right? Our alphabet. But they do have a couple yeah, of different letters in their alphabet. And what I thought was really interesting is um, I've been watching videos to try to learn the alphabet and everything like that, right? And be able to somewhat use some basic check when I get over there. Um, but they have just like some random letters that we definitely don't have in english and one that i thought was interesting is they have h and then in their alphabet they also have ch what's the ch sound oh shoot um you may <laughs> put me on the spot here i think this you just said you're listening i think to the ch these, uh... is kind of like a, <laughs> mm, i mean like the name of my town is komotov and that's c-h-o-m-u-t-o-v you say it like a k okay. But I'm not sure if that's the standard. If that's hard and fast. Right. I'm not sure if that's standard. Um, let's see. I'm Goog. See if that was German. Um, it would be standard. Right. Oh, you're doing a little uh, research. No, sorry. So it, it is different. So so that one. Well, I think that one is different because it actually the the city name comes from German, which started with a K, which would be the K sound. Gotcha. But anyways, gotcha. the CH. Oh yeah, I did know this. Sorry forgot so the word for bread is uh chleb chleb is bread. <laughs> i like this language is i can't wait till yeah. you're there and you start like throwing more words at me right <laughs> i i'm really hoping i can like develop the language when i get over there for sure because it, it's a really interesting language it's pretty difficult though um yeah so one person i'm reading this forum and one person said if you are familiar with spanish 
The Czech CH is pronounced similar to the Spanish J. Like in the words, bajar. It's like a... Ch. So like I said, okay. chleb, chleb is bread. <laughs> chleb. It's, I can't it's even hard. Yeah, it's hard. It's it's kind of like the German ch. My mouth can't even make that. It's like uh like the word bach. 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 Chleb. But it's it, it's hard to start yes. a word like that. You know yes, what I mean? Yes, it is. Yeah, and it's easier to end mm-hmm. it. Oh, like, for with sure, for sure. Why is that? Um, I think it's just the the way, like the sounds and the way our mouths make the sounds. Um, it's easier to end on a like a bach. Because your mouth is already open, whereas when you say chleb, oh, okay. you have to start the start air close. with the, which is harder to yeah. start with than when you just have the air coming out. You know? <laughs> but uh, yeah. yeah, it's yeah. an interesting language. Wow. Um, I really like their um, their greeting in, in the Czech Republic. You know how you say hello to someone in the Czech Republic? I do not. So there's two ways. Well, more than two, but two basic ways. One, they have formal and informal, like a lot of other languages. So the the formal would be either dobry den, which means like guten tag or good day. Then you have um, dobre rano Do- is good morning. Um, dobre odpoledne is good afternoon. So they would just man, that's tough. It's a, yeah, it's it's not easy, but it's once you kind of get it, it's it's fun to say. Like, yeah, I'm uh-huh. impressed at even your uh, your pronunciation efficiency at this. Yeah, I, I don't know. I've just always loved languages, point. and and I feel like, I mean, I'm leaving now in a month. So, well, a month and one day. So it's like crunch time. It's oh, crazy. Yeah, so it's crunch time to learn everything. So, yeah. So yeah, but uh, speaking of, you got a lot of free right. Time. Well, uh, I've been doing a lot of lesson planning lately, and it takes up more time than you think it would. Um, that okay. or I'm inef- inefficient with my time, I guess. But I really try to put a lot of a lot of effort into making uh, good lesson plans. But anyways, since we're kind of on the same vein of language, we uh, we might as well get started with our uh, untranslatable phrases or of the day. So, yeah. so um, just just a little recap. We're going to be focusing on uh, international friends today is our main topic. Um, and I tried to find some that were loosely related to friends and friendship and things. How about you, Jared? What uh... I, too, tried to find some that were uh, loosely related. I'll, I'll start us off. Uh, right. My first one is Swedish. Okay. And uh, it goes, Det full melan storlana. Stolarna. Det full melan Stolarna. The the there feeling of something, I don't know. Uh, well, that's uh pretty. I mean, not pretty close. It's not close <laughs> at all. But you did get one word kind of close. It's not feeling, but it is fell. Oh, okay. The literal translation. I guess that is. A, yeah, it's close to. That's where it is close to German. Mm-hmm. That's a good guess. The literal translation is it fell between the chairs. Oh, so is that like when you have a like a falling out? Not really, no. No. Okay. no. It fell between the chairs. I, I have no idea. It's an excuse used that le- when friends say have plans and they kind of and they, and they don't follow up on them or they don't make ah, it happen. so it's kind of like what we were talking about. Or when about. you like forgot to do right? something. It's yeah, kind of like what yeah, we were yeah, talking yeah, about people... one of the previous episodes where when you see somebody you like kind of know and you're like, oh, let's hang out, and it's like we're never gonna. Yeah. Hang out. Next time someone will be like, why haven't we hung out? I'm gonna, I'm gonna say that fool, Milan. Stolard. I really hope you do. <laughs> I really hope you do. 
Oh man, I wish I I wish I could uh my memory would be that good. Right. All right, well are you uh are you ready for mine, Jared? You might actually know this yeah. one. So this one is en français. Oui. oui. So it is one second. Congratulations. Let me, let me. Okay, here we go. I'm gonna give give a stab at it. It is retrovai. Retrovai. My French is awful. R-E-T-R-O-U-V-A-I-L-L-E-S. Okay. Well, isn't the first word, isn't that like retrieve or to get? I have no idea. All right. Just give it to me. Just give me the... I'm no French expert either. So, retrouvai, I think that's how you say it. It is the feeling one gets after reuniting after a long time. So it's like a homecoming kind of. Oh, yeah. Okay. So I was thinking like if you haven't seen your friends or even your significant others for a long time, that's kind of the feeling you get. So it's kind of a cool word. The first picture that came into my head was that was that like post-World War II picture where people were coming mm. home and it's like they're sticking their head out of the, uh, the uh, ships as they're coming in, screaming out, looking for uh, their lady right. or something. So that's a good uh, good image for that word, I would say. Hopefully, and then there's the uh, one the one wife that's waiting out there all night. And <laughs> oh, you you had to take it there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sadly, it was a part of part of the times. Comes with the territory. That's awful. That's Anyways, awful. Uh, what's your second untranslatable for us tonight, Jared? Uh, my second one is Japanese and. There's no direct translation, but obviously it doesn't really matter anyway because it's not like uh, either of us would know what, what the translation is. But the phrase is koi no yokan. Koi no yokan. What, yeah, what does that mean? Uh, the sense one can have upon first meeting a new person. Ooh, that's a uh, good that one. That the two of you – hold on. Oh, not oh. done. This is very specific. Oh, wait, wait. <laughs> is this the one where you know you're going to fall in love? Kind okay. of, but, but yeah, but yeah, it is, it is, but they say it's, it's different from love at first sight. It's not okay. that it just means we could, I could tell that's, that, that love exists in the situation okay. right now and that this could, this, this, there's future love possible okay. for what's going so on. So is that right kind of like you're like vibing with them? Like you're, I think okay. so. I think so. Nice. Yeah. I kind of like yeah, that. That's one. good. Oh, I can actually give you a little bit more uh, Ooh, information. All right, about give it to me. If you want. Oh, yeah. The Japanese phrase is increasingly used by young people today, particularly those brought up on shoju manga, hmm. comics aimed at teen females. But it also had a particular meaning for older people. For my uh, grandma's generation, uh, oh wait, excuse me, quote unquote, for my grandma's generation, relationships were pretty serious. Relationships meant marriage, hmm. says dancer Ayaka Kamei. Kamei. Okay. They were not really allowed to decide who they wanted to be with forever. So I think that little feeling of koi no, koi no yokan became really important. Oh, interesting. I like that little history lesson there with that, too. That was sharp. Yeah. That's a good, yeah, that's a good that was translatable. And I think that's great for making friends, especially at a younger oh, age. Oh, definitely. When, when you're like a – because especially since kids at a younger age get along way quicker mm-hmm. in general. Well, I think they just don't have all the, all the prejudices and Baggage. things. Yeah, built up. Right. You know, I feel like – as you get older, you know, you take the experiences you have 
and and will kind of project them on other people and other things like you know what i mean like yeah so i i could agree with that speaking of this is actually this was kind of bleeds into the main topic as well but i think this i just this just came to me but this goes perfect with uh what was this phrase again <laughs> i forgot oh yeah koi no yokan i remember um and the first day when i started school in germany mm-hmm. In Dusseldorf, I was standing outside waiting before we had to go into the little auditorium area for the, our, you know, our first mm-hmm. a day sort of thing situation, and I see this dude standing like a couple feet away mm-hmm. from me, and uh, he, he happens to be a Japanese person. That's why it came to my mind, and he just walks up to me and he's like, "Hi, my name's Mick." His, his name was longer mm-hmm. than that, but he goes, "His name was he's like, hi, my name's Mick." Uh, he's like, "Are you? Uh, are you? Is this your first day as well?" I was like, "Yeah." He's like, want to be friends? I was like, yeah. Nice. And we were friends the entire time. Nice. <laughs> we were like best friends for, for not I'm best friends, but we were very good friends for uh, the entire time out we were that we were there. So I, maybe there was a maybe there was a little bit of koi no yokan going on in his maybe. head. And I didn't even I didn't there even know about could it. Be. Maybe there was some going like, on in your head and you also didn't know. Oh, I think oh, I I agree with that, but I think he might have actually had the the okay. words and <laughs> those words right. in his head. <laughs> Interesting. <clears throat> I feel like though if you flip that and like if you're like an adult, I feel like that maybe it would work, but I feel like it it might also not fly. Like, hey, you want to be friends? Somebody would be like, "What? You you weirdo, get away from yeah. me." Yeah. I feel like what if I mean, if you start work and you're like new like hired in with like some other people, or like when I get to the Czech Republic and I meet some of the other teachers, I, ooh, I'll do I'll do a little social experiment. I'll I'll try that line out and see see what kind also, of reactions I get. Keep in mind, I keep in mind I was eleven <laughs> or right? twelve or whatever. A little different at twenty six, <laughs> but but you know it's whatever. It is what it is. Yeah, but no, but as you said before, it does come down to the fact that we just we as we get older, we just have more baggage. Right. So it's harder for us to just. Uh, let down our guard that easily and just be like, I mean, I'm at a new school, a new country. Yeah, I'll be your right. friend. It's good to know that I'm not going into this thing right. alone. Oh, yeah. And that's <laughs> so important to have some people there for you. Um, absolutely. Right. But we're getting a, we're both shout out to me. Right? We're both getting a little ahead of ourselves <laughs> with, uh, with our topic, which is which is totally fine. <clears throat> but let's uh, let me hit you with another one. You might be able to guess this one. Um, I won't say any more, though, because if I say more, I feel like I'll give it away. So my word is okay. Hungarian, <laughs> and my word is sympatikus. Okay. Sympatikus. I mean, I could take a, a pretty good stab okay. at it. I, I mean, it sounds like the. It literally sounds like the American simpatico. Oh, okay. What is what is so what does simpatico that, mean? It means like him and I are like like we're simpatico, like we're kind of in sync and we get each oh, other. Oh, interesting. I don't really know if that's like a word in I've itself. I've never heard that because I've only I, okay. Simpatico, I, yeah. Now that I've said it so many times, it's sounding weird in my head. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I believe that is the word. It is the okay. word. And so when you said that, that's the first thing I thought of. So that's what I'm going to guess that means. Like like we we get each other. We're we're uh, we have around the same wavelength. I mean, I think you're you're close. Uh, Sympathicus means um, likable, and it's when like you you meet somebody and you can kind of tell like this like this person's like a nice person. I could like this person. It, it, to me, okay. it kind of reminds me of the German word sympathisch. Okay. Because I thought sympath. So is, is sympathisch not sympathetic? No, it's a no. That's a common misconception. It is. Yeah, that's what you call a false friend, right? So so sympathisch okay. in German means more like it's, it means likable. It's so it's actually pretty much the i mean same meaning do you know how to say sympathetic off the top um, of your head 
in German. I didn't mean to you're, challenge no, you. No, you're good. Dude, um, remember back in college when I used to always it do that It was fun. You? You, but see, the problem was <laughs> we'd always be like walking around and uh, and you would just yeah. ask the most random questions. <laughs> like, hey, what's the? how do you say this word? But it really improved my vocabulary. You would ask me some really random ones. Um, yeah, see, I wouldn't say sympathetic. I would say if you're being sympathetic, I would say like maybe mitleidig, mitfühlend. Um, I wouldn't okay. say, I wouldn't say sympathetic. Sympathetic is yeah. just more like likable. Like they're a nice person. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that, that is a false phrase. It is. Do you know, you know what gift means in German, right? I do, yes. That is definitely a false friend. That's the false friend of all false friends. (laughs) To our listeners out there, gift in German means poison. And you know, the the main reason why I do know know that is because I always used to see it on the airplanes, Mm, in the little uh, card thingies. They always used to say you can't bring, uh, you know, firearms and gift. Right. And I was like, I don't think they're talking about a Christmas Probably not. Most likely not. Unless it's from a goddamn mother. (laughs) Anyways, what uh, you got another, you got another phrase. <laughs> I do. Sweet. I got another, uh, another kind of unique okay. one. Okay. Um, this one is the the language. Have you heard of this language? We'll okay, start with what that. What language? The language is Yagen. Yaghan. Yaghan. Oh no. Y a g h a n. It's spoken on the Tierra del Fuego, which is the southernmost tip of South America, okay. and uh, well, let me clarify. It's not really spoken anymore. There is apparently, so like a, according to Wikipedia, it's an indigenous language. Okay. Yes, it is. According to Wikipedia, uh, only one native speaker remains oh, of the language, and she she is ninety. Oh, God. Uh, I however, hope somebody is like interviewing her on the daily and like, because th- that's the sad thing is like <sighs> languages can oh, die yeah, out. Yeah. And I mean that in theory that language. Thankfully, it's written, but who knows? In 50 years, we may have no idea how to even say this. But anyways. And being written is different than being able to understand yep. it oh, on for a sure. uh, conversational like Latin. level. It'd be really weird to hear uh, somebody yeah. having a conversation with somebody else in Latin. <laughs> That'd be so weird. That would be surreal. Just like people we hanging should just out, learn just Latin joking around. Just to do that. People would be like, who are these guys? What are they doing? I can't even like. I can't even pretend to imitate what that would sound like. Like I can't even pretend to make a joke about what that would sound Me like either. right now. I, I can't. I, e pluribus anyway. unum is uh, <laughs> all for or for one many, I think, or for many one, something like that. See, yeah, we're off to a good start. Anyways, Anyways yeah. Uh, the word, the word is. All right, let me let me take a sip of water before I handle this <laughs> word. The word is. Mami la penatapai. No idea. This word was listed in the Guinness Book of World Records as the quote unquote most succinct word. Interesting. Granted, the uh, Guinness has really lost their credibility with me since I was, you know, in, in elementary school and I would always <laughs> run gravitate towards those books. Uh, the meaning of that phrase is it allegedly refers to a look shared by two people, each wishing that the other would initiate something that they both desire, but with neither, neither wants to begin. It's also that look across. It's also, and this is a more, this, there's also another meaning that I like a little bit more for some reason, maybe because it's a little more relatable to day to day life, but uh, it's that look across the table when two people are sharing an unspoken, but private Mm. moment 
uh, when each when each one knows, essentially when you like look at each other and you have a full conversation. Okay, you know sure. what I mean. <laughs> and it's and it's like you uh, you can look across at each other and, and silently know what each other means. And I, I who doesn't love that? I feel like we've like, definitely just like, had that before. For oh, sure. we've definitely had that before. It's a great uh-huh. feeling though when you're like at a party or something. You're like, look at this right? crazy shit. <laughs> it's it's really amazing though how much a facial expression can communicate. You know what I mean? Like oh like yeah, just your eyes oh, yeah. and like eyebrows and like if you're smiling or whatever. Like it's pretty crazy. I think that's why it is such a powerful powerful moment th- though because it does take such a level of understanding uh, of the other person and what they even would want to say in this right. moment and like what would be bothering them and to uh, to like it only really works with like that's that, that's how you know it only really works with someone that you're right. Like, uh, like a, we're 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 simpatish, <laughs> right? Exactly. Simpatico. Ex- exactly. <laughs> I'm trying to think which one I should give you. Um, that was my last. That was one. your last. One? I gave you. I gave you uh, freaking stories. Okay. Well, I'm so gonna give you two out. more. One's okay. in Arabic and one is in Indonesian, and I probably will not say either of them correctly. So my apologies. But the one in Arabic is Yaburne. I think I have no idea. Oh, uh-huh. is that all of it? And l- I will tell you, it it literally means you bury me. Can you say it again? <laughs> <laughs> I can try. Um, yeah, yeah. Can you borne? attempt to say it again? <laughs> the problem is I can't even look this up because I have the English phonetic spelling of it, so I don't even right, have the Arabic right. characters to look it up and listen to it. But it's Y A, then a space, and you B-O-O-R, say B O O R. Apostrophe N A Y. Yaburne. And you say, and you say what is it? What is it? You mean bury again? me. Uh you're funny, you're hilarious. Oh, okay. Good guess. But it's a little more uh cryptic than that. Deeper than that? Uh like I like you're you're such a good friend to me that I I want you to bury me. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, That's intense. Mm, not quite. This one is actually used I should have given you this preface, so that's my bad. But this is usually used with couples and lovers. But oh, okay. you bury me, this essentially means you want the other person to bury you because you won't be able to handle burying them and living after they pass. Right. So it's just like, I, I love you a lot. Right. Like, I love you so much. I hope I die before but you do. Yeah. Before. Right. <laughs> That's some intense shit. They're not messing around. But I'm sure it's, it's flattering to right? hear. <laughs> All right. And I will give All you right. my last one. And I'm going to, I have a couple more, but I'm going to save them for some other episodes. But this last yeah, one. Yeah, we got other stuff right? to talk yes, about. Yes, we do. This other one is um, Indonesian. And this one applies more so to one of our later segments in the podcast. Um, but the word is, I think, Jayus, Jayus, um, J-A-Y-U-S. And I'll just tell you what it means. It is a joke that has been told that is so unfunny. You have to laugh at it. Okay. I like that. I do too. I like that. We don't have a word for that, do we? We should just import that one into English, learn how to say (laughs) it correctly and start using it. I'd be down with that. That's actually perfect. For exactly. This exactly. <laughs> That's kind of why I picked it. That is exactly why I picked it. Although I have, I have an, a, an original one tonight, so we'll see if you like it. We'll see, but, but we'll okay. save that for okay. a little later. So, uh, those right. were our untranslatable phrases for today. I like those, those were, were pretty good. solid. Yeah. And, uh, this time we didn't have any of the same ones. So that was also a plus, 
But let's uh, let's move on to our topic for today, Jared. So making international friends, high school edition. So can you give our listeners out there a little context of, of high school Jared? High school Jared. Um, I was a very quiet kid. That's for, that's for one. Like, for example, uh, I already don't like in the direction this is going. I, I, I meant more like, where were you? What's your involvement oh, with international okay, friends? That's better. Yes. That's better. That's better. That's better. I, I, I think even in the mind of Jared. <laughs> oh, um, that would be well, pretty fascinating, but I don't know if people... I, just real mm-hmm. quick, I'll shoot back to... Uh, I'll shoot back to... Uh, Sixth grade is, or excuse me, seventh grade, the beginning of seventh grade is when I moved to okay. Germany. And so I was there for four years. So the beginning of my high school was in ninth grade where uh, I was already in, it, it was already, it was the same group of people, essentially, okay. you know what I mean? Because it was the same school. Right. So uh, it was a little bit different, I think, than your traditional uh, going to high school. But I definitely had that sort of traditional going to high school feeling when I moved back because I moved back. Uh, at at the end of sophomore okay. year, so tenth oh, grade, nice. and 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 then did my final two years in America at the that Catholic must have been where we don't talk about <laughs> that. That must have been really quite an adjustment, though, right? Going from two oh, years sure. in Germany and then two years in the states. Yeah. Oh, it was weird. Yeah. And then, and that's a weird time to to start uh, high school. Oh, for too. sure, especially especially when you move abroad, but. Uh, I don't know. The I was talking to uh, to a couple people about this the other day. That like, whenever you move abroad, though, it's almost like you get kind of a clean slate. You know what I mean? Unless you're going back somewhere oh, that sure. where you've already been before and you know a bunch of people. Um, so you got a clean slate when you came back to the states, which is which is kind of cool. Yeah, that's when I started riding a motorcycle, <laughs> wearing more leather jackets, smoking cigarettes. <laughs> doing all the things high school kids should be doing. <laughs> but um, just just uh, for clarification, you were at an international school, though, right? So you had correct. so like what was correct. what was the demographic of like your peers at the school? So I'll, I'll explain my friend okay. group. I can just actually kind of run through some because I had a pretty diverse go group. for it. So I had Mick. Okay. His name was Mitsuwaki Nishikawa. Oh, so he was Japanese. Okay, nice. Yeah, yeah. But he, I, he was. I believe he had gone to an international school in Japan because his English okay. was perfect. Like it was as good as uh, like okay. an American or whatever. Good. I mean, probably better. Let's be honest. That was almost an insult. <laughs> fair, fair enough. <laughs> well, that's because we speak American. We don't speak English. <laughs> but so he spoke. He spoke English uh, fine. And, and then there was. I mean, all my friends. To be honest with you, then there was K Watanabe, who was also from uh-huh. Japan, and uh, he had. He that was not his first year there. He had been okay. there before. Then there was Victor. Mm-hmm. Metzger, he was, he German, was from right? no, no, he was from okay. France, but he had he had family from the German part of oh, Switzerland. Oh, cool! That's okay. how he got that yep. name. And uh, then who else was there? Oh, there was Peter Merrick. He's an interesting okay. one because he was from okay. Michigan. Interesting, but he uh, his mom was from uh, from Schwabisch. Oh, really? From Schwabenland. And uh, he, but so he, as a little kid, up until he was about five mm-hmm. or six, spoke German okay. fluently, and then lost it because he lived in oh, America. Bummer. And and uh, and then, you know he just always spoke English right. to his mom. So when he came to uh, back to Germany, when uh, you know when he was in seventh grade, he uh, <laughs> he still like he clearly still had it in him. But it was all Schwabish, just phrases right? that you cannot. You, yeah, nice. not, and my teacher would get so mad at him because, like for example, for like a uh, how would you say a chicken leg? Um, chicken leg, what like a 
I don't know. Hinchin, Hinchin bind. Is there like a word for it? Okay. Yes. Yes. Well, that's theoretically how you would say it. In uh, <laughs> in German class, he would always say Henschebein. Oh, that's super <laughs> schwabe. Nice Henschebein. Uh, that's awesome. She and my our German teacher would get so mad. She's like, "What?" And she I don't even think she knew what some of it was. She's like, "That's Pro- not a word. Probably you, you not. Can't just make up your own saying." But that's for sometimes it. how different dialects are from like the the original language, especially or the standard language, especially. Uh-huh. In where I lived in Dusseldorf, because they were in Niederrhein, Westfalen, mm-hmm. and they all claimed to speak "quote unquote" right. Hochdeutsch, proper German, which is essentially just like normal right. German, yeah. And uh, and so they always were like, uh, "We don't, we don't want any of these." Uh... So mm-hmm. yeah, that's she, she, yeah. But I mean, I get it too, because you can't just walk around using that, right? <laughs> yeah, if you just were went up to gotta... people speaking Schwedish in Germany, <laughs> unless you're in Swabia, they would be really confused. That's for sure. Right. Um... And then, oh, I, and then I had a friend. Her name was uh, mm-hmm. Katrina, uh, Katrina Trefilov. She was from okay. Russia. Her uh, dad actually played uh, hockey for the Red Wings for a bit back in like the 90s or something, or early 2000s or something. Oh, something wow. Like that. I don't okay. Know. Interesting. Uh, and then uh, there are other people from all over. And I'm I, like, now it's going to get weird because I'm going to, I still want to name other people, but I, they're not my right. friends. <laughs> but then there, oh, I had a friend from Australia. Oh, cool. Uh, she had, she was uh, Indian, but she okay. grew up in Australia, so she had a, a great Australian accent. I, I had a couple friends from America, obviously. Right. Uh, my neighbor was from Boston. From Boston. Uh, um, he was Indian, okay. but he was uh from he you know he actually did not grow up in Boston, but he grew up in America. Okay. He was American. I don't know where he grew up. Uh, then I had a friend that was from Illinois. He was just a, a white dude. Um. Those white dudes. But yeah, there were people from all over the place. You, 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 you could, you, I mean, you could name it. There, I had a classmates from Sweden and Norway and stuff, and uh, a lot of French people, a lot of German people, a lot of Japanese people. Oh, uh, some, uh, a lot of South Koreans as well. I had some. I had. Uh, oh, there was. Uh, uh, oh shit, Tae Young, and uh, was uh, Tae Young Kim, I believe was his name. He was uh, on my soccer team. He was okay. also on my grade. So team. my, and his little brother was Tae Hill. Nice. nice. So my question is for you. Um, was it, was it like a, a way different dynamic with your friends while you were in Germany? If you compare it to like your, your time when you came back to the States in high school, was it like, or was it just kind of, you know, just like a regular old friendship? I think making friends in when I, when I moved there was, was pretty, uh, was pretty normal. Cause at that point we were still kids and, and kids are kind of kids right. in general. Uh, one thing that uh, was very powerful in making mm-hmm. friends was soccer. Oh, absolutely! Sure. I, like that was very useful, and and not even just like being on the soccer team, but like that's all mm-hmm. we did when we weren't uh, like you know like that's where we played at lunch right. and all that stuff. So that is a useful thing to to be good at. And I was not to brag. I'm you're, amazing. You're pretty. You're <laughs> no, pretty good. But I was. I could. I could hold my own. But um, and kids, they did dress better. I will say mm-hmm. that. And it, I, but I don't think it, it, and it that definitely dawned on me pretty quickly. Okay. Um, and I don't know if, if they would technically or theoretically judge me, quote unquote, for whatever that means right. or what do you know, but it was definitely noticeable, and it was more noticeable, I think, even more when you started to realize what it meant to stick out as mm. an American. What What does that because, mean? Because you know, when I was, what What does that mean? <laughs> it just, it just, there are, there are, there are even, even me being a black person. There are signs that you're an American, like like you like you can st- you stick out as oh, an American, sure. 
And whether that's whether that's your dress or talking louder mm-hmm. than everyone else or whatever it is, and it's it's interesting to learn that organically as a like a 11, 12 right. year old because no one really told me like, you know, you can't really teach mm-hmm. that stuff like like to right. an eleven or twelve. I learned that when I was fourteen, so I I agree with you, and I learned it when right. I was over right. there too because people knew immediately I was American, without a doubt. Right, especially when just as a kid in general, you're trying to. Like blend in with your friends, and it's like okay, uh, people like I'm gonna stick out if I if I wear my gym shorts uh, right. everywhere. Not <laughs> or I feel like a huge for example, uh, huge giveaway is if you wear sweatpants in public because they do not do that in Europe. Yes, 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 that's mm-hmm. a big one. I've kind of gotten back into a little bit of a. I, I try not to do it now. Okay. But I, still I only will now. if I'm like driving somewhere in my car and have to like like go to the post office, and drop something off or something. Otherwise, right. yeah, I don't. I don't leave the apartment wearing sweatpants. And if I'm wearing like like basketball shorts or something, like I'm gonna go do something active. You know what I mean? So it doesn't really matter. Yeah. But uh, yeah, same. Yeah. Th- there was one thing I wanted to uh, address go for it. that I that I did not that so. I had Kay Watanabe. He was uh, one mm-hmm. of my friends. Uh, very good soccer player. He was he was tall. He was like super tall. However, su- whatever super tall means for twelve uh, year old average size okay. me, that's how tall nice. he was. <laughs> but um, so he uh, would he would from time to time like when we were walking up or downstairs, he would do this thing to me, where he would take two fingers like okay. a gun. And stick them up my butt. <laughs> oh my god! I didn't really say that into the mic. I've had to bike away, hat back away. He would stick two fingers in the shape of a gun up my butt. Why? Just being kids? Oh, well, Just being stupid. A little bit late, and so a little bit late. Well, what? There's one. There's here. Here's the thing with stereotypes. Is Do Americans liking in the is, butt? Is that what he thought? Or like? No, 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 no. Because then later I saw other. Uh, Japanese people doing the same thing not all the time this wasn't like a, just a constant thing but I saw it happen to, uh, to like other okay. Japanese people do it and then I heard something okay. later this is a whole thing about how like that is some sort of like like that's a thing that kids do in Japan and I didn't want to just take like right. believe it so I happened to research it today before nice. this or not today but I happened to research it before this uh episode recording because I knew we were going to talk about this and um I'm gonna I have a bonus untranslatable Ooh, for okay. you oh jeez. This is probably the name of it in Japanese, isn't it? Uh, called Kancho, which is the translation. I mean, there's no direct translation, but it, it's translated to Japanese butt poking. <laughs> Can I read something yeah, to you real quick? <laughs> Add some little, uh, Kancho is a prank performed by clasping the hand together in the shape of an God, imaginary okay. gun and attempting to poke an unsuspecting <laughs> victim's anus. Often while explaining, Kancho! <laughs> it's a common prank among children in East Asia, such as Japan, Korea, and Taiwan. In Korea, it is called Chongchim. In Taiwan, it is popularly called Kunianasha. Oh, derived from God. the full Japanese name of the skill, Leafs. <laughs> Uh, Leaf Village's secret finger jitsu, a thousand years of death. Oh my God, that would be a crazy way to die. We got a word for this that shit, bro. That would be bro. a crazy way to die. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh, that's too good. Oh man. I wonder though, like, so 
That has a Wikipedia page, I'm by sure the way. It this does. is. <laughs> this is. Uh, <laughs> oh my god! I just can picture somebody just exclaiming, "Kanjo!" Like, oh my god, that's too good. I don't think I caught that part because at the time, because I was just so thrown <laughs> off by uh, what was happening, I didn't even have time to process right. what he was saying. Right. Oh <laughs> my god. And I and I, and and I just thought and I just thought, bro, I, and I just thought if you were like in America, <laughs> you, that shit would not fly. No. He would like legitimately get punched oh, for, for sure. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh man, that would be bad. I feel like not feel by like me. You, I wouldn't punch. I, him. I wonder mean, if I, they I like. That, but someone. Would. I wonder if they like tell exchange students in Japan like just so you know, Americans don't play concho, so don't. <laughs> what? <laughs> that's it. I'm not going there. I'm not going there. Oh, that's too funny. But but you know it makes me wonder like you know when. I don't know if you played the, the, like, circle game where you, like, my mic's in the way, but you, like, go like that. Like, you try to. Yeah, I don't so, get that. Okay. I, don't, I mean, I get but, it, but I, how do you not look at well, it? That's well, the thing. Well, technically, it's supposed to be below your waist. And so right. you just, I don't know. My friends and I used to play that circle game all the time where you, like, hold up, like, an okay sign, you know. And, uh, and I don't know where it started or why we did it. Like, I, I wonder if, like, that game is kind of similar to Concho in that, like, maybe it just randomly, like, somebody started it years ago, and somehow it just gets passed on generation to generation, and nobody really knows how. I mean, it could be, like, one of the – it could be, like, the original viral tweet You're or right. something. Maybe. <laughs> the original viral Japanese That is a hilarious punk. story, though. That is so funny. <laughs> Oh my god! Yeah, so that was something that I was not used to, and, and and I was like, oh, this is like a legitimate thing. No kidding. I mean, legitimate. It's not really the right word. I mean, but. hey, if it has a <laughs> Wikipedia page, I consider it legitimate. So I want to know a little bit about um, the opposite end. I mean, right. you you dealt with a lot of foreign exchange students oh, who uh, even hosted a, uh, a bunch of them. Actually, I no, I always or one nope, or was it just I always one? wanted to host exchange students and. Uh, and we just never did, unfortunately. But I had a bunch of you friends. You just became friends with all yeah, of them? Yeah, so actually, I don't know why, but I used to... Kids in my high school occasionally would, like, make fun of me because, like, I try to befriend all the exchange students, which I'm just, like, sorry that, like, I, like, am interested in these other cultures and want to talk to these people. That in itself is right? fucked up, Oh, for sure. I mean, that's nothing specific about your school, but that in itself right? is fucked up. Because, like, a lot of them, a few of them, like, I had classes with, and that's how I got to know them. This really cool guy named Felix, who was German, was in one of my chemistry classes. Um, what grade was this? This, this was all high, all high school? school. So Felix would have been, I think, my junior, maybe sophomore year. I think sophomore year is when I took chemistry. And so, uh, but. Tenth yep, grade. Tenth grade. And uh, Felix was awesome, dude. Like, he just was this crazy German guy, like, down for whatever. Like one time, uh, one time he went to this like, this like, beer store, in Ann Arbor, and he had a German ID on him, but it didn't have like any birth dates or anything. I I don't think he looked twenty one, but like the dudes there just didn't care, and like he showed him his German ID, and they were like, uh, we don't see an age on it, but I th- think you're good. They're like, are you twenty one? He's like, I'm twenty two. <laughs> And he, like, walked out with, like, a <laughs> case of beers. Like, I don't know. It was pretty crazy. Um, but he was just – he was always a good time. Like, always in a good mood. 
he would also that was when i was dating a german girl at the time and so i would like always ask him like you know what does she mean by this what does she mean by that right because i'd only had that was my second year of german in high school so my german wasn't right. great and he would always mess with me he she'd she'd tell me something and he'd be like yeah actually i think she means this and and she never meant whatever he said because he was just trying to mess with me. Like one time, oh, Felix, he was, a was like he. One time she wrote me something and, and meant like, sorry, I made a typo or something, and he was like, yeah, I think she means here like I made a mistake. We shouldn't date anymore. But then like he would always like I could always tell he was joking by like his facial expression right, and everything. Right. But every time I'd have to like ask him three or four times until he would like give me like the actual answer. <laughs> okay, and one time. You. One time I was like asking him, you know, how do I say this in German? How do I say that in German? Because we would sit at this like table before school would start every day and just talk. And he would tell me like the dirtiest, nastiest things in German. Be like, yeah, just say this in German class to your German teacher. Like the one phrase. He- would you be dumb oh, enough no, to say it? No, no, because I because uh. I always knew <laughs> I always knew it was going to be something bad. I mean, you never say the things where someone says, right? yeah, just say this. You always like where the right. native person or exactly. the person that knows it better tells you, hey, exactly. just go say it to this person. But, That's always right. Don't say that. Although generally I feel like swear words and vulgar words a lot of times are what people learn first just because I don't know why. Oh, but, for uh, sure. Of course. I don't know. So that was always really funny. So I had to be very careful with uh, like he I feel like he could have seriously like messed up my German learning had I've taken him seriously. Like <laughs> just because he was such a prankster. Um Let's see here. So that was my junior year. My freshman year, my best friend that year, um, and I have to say that year because he was an exchange student, so he left. And sadly, neither of us were great at keeping in contact regularly. Um, But anyways. Yeah. That's another thing about making friends when you're young. Oh, yeah. And back then, it wasn't like they had all the, you know, I didn't have a cell phone at the time. Facebook wasn't really a thing. I mean, now you can just iMessage and it's it's, it's like nothing. You know, or, or WeChat if you're Oh, yeah, in, Europeans in like WhatsApp. But um, anyways, uh, Lasse was his name, and he was actually from Hamburg, Germany. And super nice guy. We actually would go play table tennis together. At, uh, there was a really good table tennis club in Ann Arbor at U of M. And so Lasse, my dad, and I would go. And I feel like my dad loved hanging out with him because he would always speak German with him. And my dad, I think, always – it's weird. He's like kind of a different guy when he speaks German. Like he's jollier, yeah. Your he dad. makes more jokes. Like, I think it just somehow reminds him of like the good old days back when he was in the in Germany in like the sixties. I kind of and, and it's and it's fun to and it's fun to speak mm-hmm. uh, German, especially when you're right. good at it. And I'm sure he doesn't. Can he? Does he still mm-hmm. have it? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's fun when when because I'm sure he doesn't right. speak it often, and it's fun to. Uh, like I always get kind of excited when I'm like, oh, oh me, shit, me too. I can still do me this. Me too, yeah. <laughs> I, I try to speak German with my dad once in a while just so he he keeps up with it. Um, but but yeah, yeah, and so so Lasse was great. He taught me a lot about um, you know German culture and stuff. And the other cool thing too was he gave me the first two CDs that really kind of launched my language learning journey with German because he gave me this live uh, two disc set. Of a band called Die Ärzte. I think I've played some Die Ärzte for you. Um, we'll definitely have to have that as a song of the pod eventually. For sure. Um, but Die Ärzte is like this punk rock group from Germany. It's three guys, so it's a trio, so I really like it. Very basic, but the sound is great. Drums, bass, guitar. Mm-hmm. And their lyrics are really funny. 
like they have this song called uh, Meine Freunde, My Friends. And the whole song is about like their friends are gay and like they do all these things. Are they allowed to do it? And it's, it's just really funny. Um, but anyway, so he gave me that CD. The, the name of the CD, I still remember it to this day. It is uh, Wir wollen nur deine Seele. We only want your soul. Um, but it was a cool CD. Listened to it all the time, and that really helped my German. And then my freshman year, I was also friends with a guy from Mexico named Javier, who I mentioned earlier. Um, played on the tennis team with him. Mm-hmm. And then my ultimate um, – well, one of my ultimate best friends from high school, my buddy Robert, who you've met. He's from Chile. He came yeah. my freshman year. Yeah, I remember year, him. Um, and we played guitar together and also played on the tennis team. So we were, we were really close. He taught me a bunch of random Spanish stuff. Also taught me how to roll my R, so I am a firm believer you somehow can learn it. Learn how to roll your R. What? <laughs> oh, I'm sure I, I'm sure you can. What kind of small talk did you use to uh, to uh, approach these uh, these the, all these people that were essentially out right. of their element when they first? Well, got the there? first thing I would usually do. Well, a lot of them were easy because we were just in a class. Like Robert and I had a class. We were in some computer science class. Um, yeah, and I guess so, it's so easy and with and him it was nice because I had tennis that I could just ask him about. I was like, so because when he came like a few days late into the semester because they were moving and doing a bunch of stuff, I think, and uh, and so we were told that he was in my class, and my tennis coach was also like, you know, try to try to take him under your wing a little bit and, and talk to him and get to know him, and um, so I did, and it turned out like one of the first conversations I had with him, we talked about our favorite tennis players. Uh, mine was Rafael Nadal because he's a lefty like I am, and he's just a beast. And uh, I believe mm-hmm. Roberts was uh, Roger Federer, and so that was already kind of an instant, interesting conversation to have. Had a back little, and forth. Uh, had a little coy. Had a little coy. No, you. Oh, hundred percent for sure. I would say. I mean, yeah. And then we started talking about music, and at the time, I was super into metal. He was really into metal, um, and so that just kind of hit it off. And then with Javier, it was just from talking to him at tennis practice every day. And Robert and Javier were two of the best guys on our tennis team. And I was just starting. I know, right? And I was just starting out, so I wasn't great. (laughs) But I knew if I wanted to improve, I had to play with those guys because they were so good and I would learn a lot, and I did. Right. Um, But a lot of the conversations that I had with the international students and the foreign exchange students was just – you know, asking them random stuff, you know, like um, trying to find some type of common ground, you know, with with the German speakers, it was always easy because I would try to speak German with them. Um, so that was our, our, always an easy in. And with a lot of the other ones, I would meet through like Felix introduced me to all sorts of other exchange students. And at my high school, we had every year we had at least four, if not like one year, I think we had up to like nine or ten. Yeah. Wow. I never, I, I, I mean, I obviously didn't spend much time at, at high school in America, but my school did not have any foreign exchange students. Well, probably because it was a private Catholic school, right? That's probably why. Yeah, that mm-hmm. makes sense. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, yeah, it was a great experience. I mean, it was um, just really awesome to, to talk to them about their home countries. And, and also, I felt a little responsible, like, I wanted to show them a good time while they were here visiting, you know? What, what 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 gave you that sort of responsibility? Why did you feel like you had that responsibility? <clears throat> um, well, a couple of them, I could tell, felt a little, I think, alone or a little isolated. Um, some of them, too, like, um, I think it's, it's a 
a couple of them were super outgoing and, and had no problems. But I think other other exchange students were a little less confident, maybe in their English abilities. Um, and oh, right. so, yeah, I just I think I've always been able to kind of communicate with people, even if there is a bit of a language barrier, you know, that I mean, that is uh, a skill mm-hmm. in a sense. I remember when I was in, uh, you know, when I was in France with that, mm-hmm. that thing, once again, um, they used to often the French people used to often comment to a lot of the uh, Americans that they talk mm-hmm. too fast. We totally and that, do, uh, and that's like, wow, you talk so fast. And then once I said that, I, 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 I definitely started noticing it more. I was like, oh yeah, right, we do talk fast. <laughs> this all sounds like we're screaming at each other, like right. birds or something. Well, for me too, it was like, I mean, you know, I was I was in a really small town at the time for high school, so there wasn't a ton to do, anyways. <coughs> and right. so I. I don't know. It was just nice to, to hang out with them. We would go like watch movies or even like go bowling, go ice skating. Did they get along with uh, their some host of them family? Did, some of them didn't. Um, believe it or not, there were quite a few host parents that were very religious who hosted their the foreign exchange students, and a lot of them, you know, they mm-hmm. would have to go with them to church. And a lot of the a lot oh, of the right. foreign exchange students were atheists. Um, or practicing a different religion or whatever. And uh, <coughs> so that does make it a little difficult. But I do have to uh, really commend all of them because they really did a good job um, trying to learn English and assimilate to the culture and get to know people. And, and I remember uh, my buddy Lassa that I was friends with freshman year, he he almost refused to speak German because he just wanted to do everything in English. I mean, he was super dedicated. Mm-hmm. That's great. I mean, that's what we try to do right. when we're in Germany. Never speak English. I feel like we can go quite a while, but sometimes it's just like more convenient to, to switch back and forth. I feel like we do right. a lot of switching right, right, right. sometimes. Yes. Yeah. Like like instead of yeah like like yeah especially right. me <laughs> just throwing an English word because it's like I don't feel like trying to figure out what the German mm-hmm. word is for this right now. Right. Exactly. So let's just keep this conversation. Right? I going. mean, I just. So that was the big thing with me in, in high school was just trying to be as hospitable and welcoming and um, just trying to show the exchange students a good time. And, and I feel like everybody's experience in America can be different. I mean, it can be anywhere in the world. But I think the, the, the yeah. aspect that can really make it positive is the people who are involved with what you're doing. You know, if you have a good group of friends – feel like you can have a lot of fun but if you're you feel kind of lonely and isolated and oh i don't really speak the language that well yet it can be really daunting i mean culture shock is real oh for sure and i think i mean you mentioned um that you were a metalhead and i think that that's what is makes music so great is that you can bring people together like like that language is universal without a doubt and uh, it'll it'll bridge that gap i like how you just bridge that gap my friend because it is time for the song of the pod. And uh, I just got to say, honestly, um, this was an amazing choice, Jared. Um, the, the, oh, thank you. The title like of the, the song, song before we get too into it, I feel like half the time we'll, we'll like start a deep <laughs> analysis of the music and it. don't give the title. <laughs> so the title is What I Need. And who is it by, Jared? Correct. It's by, well, it's if, if phonetically it's spelled a 
slash T slash O slash S. Um, however, I did some digging, and it's pronounced a taste of struggle. That's oh, how okay. you would say it. A taste of struggle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, this this song is a this is a it's a funky oh, it's super song. Super funky. It it's I I mean I'll, I'll let you explain what is the main thing that makes okay. it so funky. Well, well, before we even get into the funkiness, I think we might want to toss a warning out there um, for our listeners to. To not worry about any of their devices malfunctioning, whether it be a phone. Your speakers, right. <laughs> headphones, Wi-Fi connection, computer, phone. It's not broken. That's Just right. hold on you a second. I honestly <laughs> had to listen to the song two or three times, to be honest with you. Like, I, I listened to it once, and I thought I was listening to it on my phone. I was like, why is this cutting in and out? Like, the, the you know. Yeah. I had, I mean, I, you, you texted me when mm-hmm. I sent you the song earlier today. You texted me that, and I, I, I agreed 100. percent I had the exact same thing where I thought my, um, I was listening through uh-huh. a Bluetooth speaker, and I thought my Bluetooth speaker right. ran out of battery. I was like, did it right. just turn off? And then I listened <laughs> to it on my laptop, just through the speakers, and it was doing the same thing. So I was like, wait a minute. And then I listened to it again, and that third listen, <clears throat> after I was aware, you just sit. Yeah, for a second. and and then when yeah. you listen to it, when you listen to uh, the song what I need it's really crazy like the actually it is in a funky time signature like it but I feel like it's like the it's just really the only word I can really describe it with is the word airy like to me it has this like super spacey airy vibe right and the one thing I'll say about that time signature I listened to the song like four or five times just in prep like before we were when we were getting prepared and one thing I, I start I, I notice is that the time signature it's super funky, and I mean, that's the main thing that really gives the song the unique sound. But you you start to get used to it, and it, <clears throat> and it starts to yeah. make sense, and you, and and you can kind of start to get into a groove oh, with definitely. it once. Like it, it, I'll be honest with you, it took more than one or two listens. But on the third listen, like I could start, I can kind of start mm-hmm. getting into a groove with it. I was like, oh, I, it's like, really I, I cool now understand. Once you get once you can wrap your head around, yeah. It. Because it's off what anyone would think would be your standard oh, kind of time signature and, and music form, but there is there is order mm-hmm. to it, and there is structure to it, and it has like a very like, I also I also like the the uh, what do you mm-hmm. call it the melody because it has like this very heavy but also like uh, simple um, oh, uh, beat sure. to it, where where there's like this these heavy kind of almost near distorted sure. basses. And and there and there's a lot of playing with like the uh, with like the is it the hi hat so, yeah. or something? The I feel symbols, like there's a lot of yeah. and there's a lot of um, there's a lot of like it almost sounds like arpeggi- arpeggios on the on the, uh, on the piano just That's going up and down. That's actually just what I want to say is the whoever their keyboardist is. Um, oh my God, kudos to you because yeah, those arpeggios and I was just. L- yeah. Did you hear oh, to the yeah, very end? Last by the way? arpeggio okay. on the way out. <laughs> That's what like blew my mind like you you're getting into that groove and then they hit you with the, like the tastiest arpeggio and oh man yes like, honestly when i heard that arpeggio though i don't usually use this word to describe things but it was dope it's just dope. it was like, it it's was just, I was walking. I was walking around my kitchen as as the song was ending, and I literally stopped. I was like, "Ooh, yeah, okay." That was my reaction. <laughs> and I was just like, "Oh, ooh, 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 oh, okay, this yeah, is still it's going." Just something else. Uh, oh, and we can't uh, we can't not mention uh, the, the, the there is oh, also a woman singing, and her voice is great, and she plays with that, and she I mean she's also in the weird right. timing too, but she makes it oh, work definitely. so well. It's great. 
Um, that so that is a taste of struggle. A T O S. What I need. I'll tweet about that. Look for it on untranslatable. Uh, at, excuse me. At untranslatable one on Twitter. Yeah, it's good. It's Check it out. It's, it's it's weird. Honestly, though, it's worth more than one listen because you definitely need a yeah, couple listens. You, for sure. It, yes. It's just kind of, it's weird. It's like, it's so not complex. It's complex, in a way. I actually wrote oh, that wow. down. Okay. I nice. said, um, great minds think alike. <laughs> not that exactly. I I but I, not that exactly. But I said that the song is very simple, other right. than the timing. But the timing gives it such a weird feel that it that it it gives it such a more complex feel because like if you're actually listening at the I mean besides for the pianist the, those arpeggios right. are very smooth and that in right. itself takes some skill but um but like for like just the beat mm-hmm. that the drummer's playing and and that some of the notes that are playing in between on the piano like all of that stuff is mm-hmm. pretty simple but the uh just the the timing of it is what gives it this oh, weird sure. feeling and weird uh that that. I don't think most people like. I think anyone that listened to that would would, would understand mm-hmm. immediately what we're talking oh, about. Oh yeah, in the sense that it's just like this odd. Um, it gives this yeah. odd feeling that I don't think it just has you, a certain airy vibe. To, I mean, I don't even want to describe it, kind of, because I don't want to ruin it. Just just yeah, give just it a listen. Fucking listen to it. <laughs> exactly. It is. It's, it's good. Great. What else? What else do we have to other do for than, you people? Other other than Jeez. good music, I think it's time for me to try to hit you with a good joke, Jared. We'll see though. Yes. This this may end up also being a Jayus or Jayus or however you say it. The Indonesian word. Okay, good because I was about for, to say Jam- I was about to say Jamai. Right, the Indonesian word for a joke that is so unfunny you have to laugh at it. But here we go, Jared. <clears throat> so this one is um, related to our topic today. So Jared, how do you know when someone is a true friend? Oh, I don't know. Let, me, let me repeat the, the question one more time. How do you know when someone is a, is a true friend? You ready? You don't know? I don't, I, yeah. <laughs> so, too right? long of a pause. <laughs> how, how do you know when someone is a true friend? When you walk into their house or their apartment and you automatically connect to their Wi-Fi. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> I think it's not the funniest that's joke good. in the world, but uh, that, I don't know if it's a joke, but it's but it's a uh, very it's relatable true, and very true. For sure. I will count it as a joke because everyone knows exactly what you're talking right. about. When you say that. I think I could walk into your parents house right now and connect uh, to your Wi-Fi. No, because we got a different router. But but my oh, apartment. Dear, as soon as I moved, as soon as I moved right. away, you're like, all right, he's gone. Get, we get a new router, a change the password. <laughs> that's right. You you still would connect to mine though at my place. Yep, same okay. old same old I'll router. Take it. I'll take it. At the, at the good old Chad pad. Anyways, oh, anyways, so, so it's also now time for me to hit you with the new vocabulary word, Jared. So our yes. weird English word of the pod, and the word is sonder. S O N D E R. What does this word mean, Jared? Sonder. This is a great word. When I hear, when I hear sonder, I think of a form of, or a variation of frolicking. Oh, interesting. Okay. Like sonder over okay. there, like like almost like walking in a happy okay, sort of way. Interesting. Like light on your feet. Um, that's a great guess. Unfortunately, that is not what the word means. Now I kind of wish it does mean that. But uh, Sonder 
is the realization the realization that each random passerby is living a life as vivid and complex as your own. Yeah, wow. isn't that a great word? <laughs> That's it some is. deep shit. I uh I I don't remember who said, Oh, maybe it was Joe Rogan that said this. But he said that as he got older, he uh like when he looks at other mm-hmm. adults and people that are, you know, older than him, he he can't help but think about like this person was a yep. baby at, at one point. And I was like, that is a great point. It's like, it is weird to think about. And that's, like, and that's yeah, what Sonder pretty much means. It's like, I, who knows what go this ahead. I, I no, was, go ahead. I was kind of thinking of it too, is like, have you ever had that moment when you've been like in a city or somewhere where there's like people all around you and you're just kind of like looking around and you're like, each person walking by me has their own story, you know? Yes. Yes. Yeah, that that is. I mean, when you when you actually stop and sonder, it is mm-hmm. kind of mind blowing, and, and 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 I think that that is something that I this is gonna sound r- ridiculous. I already well, realized you gotta say it now, but I think that that's kind of something that we're trying to do here, is is to like is to show that like uh, like like how how not different and how different we are than people all around the world and try to capture that experience and see are we that different and like what what happens if we saunder at a at a at a culture or community that we never even knew about like the yagans right. that's true that's true Yagans. yeah and it was actually uh i was doing a little research it was actually uh founded by or coined by an author named john koenig isn't that isn't that john crazy koenig. though dude like you Especially if you're like a writer and like like all the new words Shakespeare introduced, like to me that just boggles my mind. Oh like, yeah, you're just writing one day and you're just like, hmm, we don't have a word for that, so I'm just gonna make a word like that. Or it's crazy. It, there's that that blows my mind in itself is that you just decide right. to make a word. Who even thinks to do that? But then the second part is that people uh, just adopted it. Mm-hmm. They're like, yeah, those are good right? words. We'll use them. <laughs> Yeah, this this is good. We like how that exactly. sounds. We'll just stick with that. Hopefully, uh, with maybe that. some of our words will will get out there. Some of the untranslatables. Yes, I want to. I I definitely want to use some of them, like that Swedish one. That full melange stolar. What was the stolar, What was the Japanese uh, butt game word? So I can know which one to avoid. <laughs> the Japanese butt poke. <laughs> Have some respect. <laughs> Have some respect. <laughs> is, <laughs> It's called Concho. K A N C H O. I'll have to watch out. If I hear anybody say Concho, I'll have to concha! look around and make sure I'm all right. Oh, man, that that's just too funny. Culture, man, it's fascinating. It's interesting. It's entertaining. And that's what we're hoping to bring to all of you with the Untranslatable podcast. Please check us out on Twitter at our Twitter handle, uh, Untranslatable1. You can check us out on Instagram as well, Untranslatable Podcast. We are on iTunes, on Spotify, and now also on Google Play, if I remember correctly. Isn't that right, Jared? Also on Google Play. So close to those microchips <laughs> That's right. in head. One step closer to world domination. What can we say? <laughs> well, thank you all for listening to us, and uh, we will see you soon with a new episode.